Jokel and Riella, you have been following the trail for a good 20 minutes now. You don't see eight following, but you just assume that they are. You haven't had too many issues on the rooftops yet, but up ahead, directly in your path, you do see a much larger building, a very large dome. You can see that there are footholds that leave up and around it. If you guys could make one more athletics check for me, go ahead and make it the medium difficulty and give yourselves a boost. Is this on athletics or stealth or specifically athletics? This one is going to be athletics only because you are far enough away from the center of the city at this point that there aren't as many prying eyes. Before making the way across, I kind of like roll my shoulders a little bit and kind of curse the lack of what used to be there. And then I'm going to a success and a threat. Just a success for me. (laughs) Real is not super strong. All right, so you both make it up and around the um, rooftop. No, no problem. Actually, this time you you've got you've done enough of it in the last twenty minutes that you are now flying around this roof. Real, I will say that you lose your footing again, only for a second this time. It's nowhere near as bad the first time, but it's because that the foothold that you were on actually was a little loose. So you notice that it tilts a little bit as you step on it. You make it over to the other side of this large dome and you see up ahead there is the spire of what would potentially be a place of worship and you hear the bell ding 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 signifying it's roughly 1.30 is the path kind of heading that way? yep yeah I guess I'll give Jokel a glance before heading keep Keep going. Could both of you make me a perception check? Nice. Make it uh, easy. Does a triumph and a failure cancel out? So you'll get the effects of the triumph, but you won't get the success that goes with the triumph. The success gets wiped out. I also have player. an advantage. I ended up with two advantage. So the effects of a triumph and an advantage for you and then two advantage for Joel. Riala, what would you like to do with your advantage and, and joke will think about your two advantages is there any symbolism on the spire that i noticed to denote what kind of deity this might be dedicated to or any sim- symbology that i could look into later perhaps maybe a little thieves camp maybe a little thieves camp <laughs> I will say, as we're getting closer to the spire, you do notice on the rooftops some thieves can. I will say that you do notice some thieves can. I was hoping she would... <laughs> I knew she was getting to it. She's like, ah, oh, symbols. And I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not close enough to read the thieves can yet, right, though, right? The thieves can is on the rooftop that you are currently on, yes. Oh, cool. What does it say? So there are two separate symbols. One says... Don't go to the citadel they are watching. So similar to that message Mm -hmm. that you saw in the alley earlier. But you also see head to the sewers. I'll give Jokel's shirt a tug and point it out. Head to the sewers from up here, though. That seems a little strange, but okay. We can go check that out, too. And kind of just, like, muttering. Jokel, you've got two advantages. Can I use one of them to perhaps use our vantage point to locate a sewer entrance? Or just use the 
the the height of where we're standing to are are we at the citadel is there a building bigger than this one there are a couple buildings that are bigger than the citadel uh the citadel is a couple buildings still away from you but considering you are high up on the rooftop it doesn't take much for you to look around and you do see not even a block away toward the citadel a sewer grate i'll I'll point it out to riala the citadel's over there, but we have a sewer entrance over there. That's good to know. Good eye. How far is the sewer entrance from where we are? It's not even a block away. Do you think we should head that way then? Instead of towards the spire where it looked like it was heading? I think they probably had their meeting in the sewer, and then this person is either doing something well during the meeting. I think we're better off keeping above ground where eight has a chance of spotting us. Okay. So do we want to stay where we are and see if anyone comes up from the sewer? Can I do a little stakeout? We don't have time for a stakeout. We, we've okay. got 24 hours to find this, so... Okay, so come back to the sewer and then keep following the path? All right, that sounds good. All right, we're doing that. We're going to carry on. All right. Keep on. So you are able to head towards the citadel, and you find a nice alleyway. Are you going to climb down? back to street level before you head over to the citadel or yes yeah come down off the roof okay you find a nice little alleyway to climb down off the roof this time there is a fire escape that you are able to use but it is not touching the ground so you do have to jump a few feet but i'm not going to make you make a check for it because it's it's not that far off the ground you're able to dust yourself off and and you head out into the street and by the citadel there are quite a few people most of them seem to be loitering they are hanging about on on benches near some large flower pots chit-chatting some people are seem to be milling about on their their day but most people that you see are kind of hanging out in this this large courtyard that is in front of the citadel yeah continue blending in not drawing attention to ourselves i would definitely keep up the glamour. I don't know if I need to like recast that or anything, but I would probably do that just to keep eyes not focused on us. Yeah. Just Did it say see. anything about um, time length on your spell? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, it is concentration. Why don't you go ahead and cast it again? It's easier to concentrate when you're up on a rooftop and you only have to focus on one thing. Now you have to focus on um, avoiding multiple eyes. So let's let's say you have to cast it again. I think this time, could I cast it on myself and then use kind of... Well, no, never mind. I am going to cast it on Jokal again, too. Because on the roof, yeah, it would go ahead. hurt as much. Okay, so that's hard difficult. And then give yourself that boost. I am left with one success. Yeah, your spell goes off. And you don't have any um, strain, any force. Now, you know, that, that initial issue you had the last time. Nope, just kind of like a visor. Done. Not a problem. You didn't even have to think about it. And since I had already cast it once today, I didn't have to really do as much. Like, I didn't, like, take the symbol again. I kind of just closed my eyes, and it went back up. And we're going to head towards the Citadel. So you walk towards this grand building, and Riala, you do notice that there are some symbols. Roll me an intelligence check easy difficulty, because there really is no religion. Oh, go ahead and do divine. Give me a divine check. Yes, I was hoping to say that. That's three advantages and a failure. You think with all of those dice, 
I would have been okay, but no. Some Sometimes too many dice is a problem. They'll hit each other and turn off the otherwise normal roll that you would have gotten. I hate it. You notice that this is the same symbol as the goddess of truth that the Isharans worshipped. There's a image carved into the walls of a, a woman. Her face upturned and she has seven arms. As you both walk towards the citadel, you come across these very large stone steps. They lead into this building, and as you get into the building, you see that the ceiling above you has very large wooden rafters built into the sandstone walls. The windows are single-paned glass, and the sunlight just shines through and it makes these beautiful rays of light pouring down over the pews. And the pews are not the same pews you have seen in many of the temples of your time, Riala. They are small, short wooden walls to separate the seating area, but the seats themselves are actually just cushions on the ground. And you do see up ahead at the opposite end is an altar, and at that altar stands an old man in white robes and a red veil. He sees the two of you, and he steps down from the altar, and he starts heading towards you. I have my arm looped through jokeables, kind of playing up that. and uh, Couples well, wandering on tourists. <laughs> it's worked before? Why not? As the old man, so you're going to play up the uh, we're just tourists kind of deal? Or uh, did you have something else in mind? Just It's a good cover until we know what we're in. Yeah, that's fair. So the old man comes up to you, and as he gets closer, you realize he's actually kind of short. He's actually shorter than you, Riala. And he's a little hunched over, and he, he looks up at the two of you and says, Welcome, welcome. I'm sorry, you just missed the service. What can I do for you two today? See, Riala would be good at lying on the fly, but Cole is not. Because I don't lie. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Shit. Um, if you need a second, it's okay. We've traveled a long way, and... Many people in the town and where we're staying said that this is a very beautiful church, and um, we wanted to come see. I'm sorry that we missed the service. I was hoping that um, we would catch that in time, but yeah, we uh, actually came from Isha, and I recognized the... Oh, you, you came all the way from Isha? Well, mm-hmm. that was a very brave journey of yours. Uh, it was a rather difficult one, yes. But yeah, I recognize the um, uh, iconology from Isha as well. This is a beautiful church. Well, thank you, young lady. I'm so glad you like it. Yes, yes, the, the goddess of truth. We we worship her, but we do not say her name. It's forbidden, you know. I actually did not know that. I'm glad that um, I know that now. Yes, yes. They say that the truest words never spoken were her name. Yes. And you, you see he's looking off a little bit into the sunlight and kind of not paying attention to you for just the span of a few seconds before he shakes his head and looks up at you. Um, so you just came to look at the, the citadel then, did you? Yes. Could I, uh, out of character, if I wanted to get like a read on him, and what kind of check would that be? A uh, difficulty? Are you trying to see if he's lying or are you just trying to get a read on him in general, is the question. In general. Okay, so in general, yeah, then we'll go with perception and we'll stick with that. Just make it easy. Nice. Success and three advantages. He's an old man who has probably spent his life in service to this this church, this deity. You have known 
quite a few older people who have spent their life, and you know that it's not unreasonable for them to get lost in their own thoughts from time to time, but he doesn't seem to mean you any ill will. He looks up at, at Jokul and, and tilts his head a little bit and squints his eyes. You, young man, where do you come from? Jokul has met people during their these wanderings that have told him of an island full of Shatterkai and or Drow people. So I forgot the name of that location, but Jokul would be, I'm a long way from home, and he'd give that location just just so he's keeping up appearances rather than saying... Why don't you go ahead and make an intelligence check, and I'll uh, see if you remember the name of that location. Just a straight intelligence? Sure. All right, let's see what the dice say. <laughs> Three advantage. You know it started with a G, but other than that, you don't remember. The, oh. uh, the old man looks up at you and says... You really came all the way here from Garam. Well, I suppose when you're stuck on an island for as long as your people have, you you would want to go somewhere completely opposite an island, so I suppose that's fair. I will be over there, and he points a shaky hand back towards the altar. If there is anything that you would like to see or know about the Goddess of Truth, just, just say the word, and I will come running over as fast as my little legs can carry me to help you out. All right. The two of you have a blessed day. And he shuffles back to the altar. And I'll give a little bow. Okay. Um, After poking around inside, I think maybe look outside the citadel and see if there's any more uh, scritchy scratchies on the wall. So I'll say while you're inside, go ahead and make... A make a streetwise check while you're still inside the citadel. Oh no! I'm, I'm and gonna... make it make it medium difficulty, no advantage this time. What I was going to say before we leave, let's check the actual church because a church yeah. is a cover for a thieves guild is pretty solid. Well, she did say that you know you guys would poke around inside, so I'm, I'm giving you the chance to do that. Yeah. Yep. Well, I was, I was going to say while well, Riala is actually talking to the priest, uh, Jokel's just like. What's over there? What's over there? Head on a swivel kind of thing. A success and a boost. I have two success. With your... Let's use up your advantage. What would you like to use your advantage for? And then we'll address the success. I would like to use my advantage to... Any shady looking thieve guildy people. (laughs) Meandering about. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I will say that you do notice there are a couple of other priests milling about in the citadel. What you didn't notice on the old man, you do notice on a woman that walks by you. You look down as she walks by, and you see at the very edge of her robes is not the symbol of the goddess of truth, but thieves can't. A symbol that just says home. Is this like a pendant on her belt or? No, just a little etching on the bottom of her robe, almost to the hem. And with your success, you're you're poking around your milling bout. You do notice that there seems to be a very large organ at the back. But the organ is pretty far away from the wall for such a large instrument. 
Well, the, the priest gave us the, the okay to look around, and Riala's better with people, so he'll leave the strange female priest to Riala to talk to, and he'll go inspect the organ and perhaps play, pretend to play it. Has Jokal ever played an instrument before? Nope. Okay. Of course not. He, he's um, mostly, like, sitting down at it, just being like, I'm gonna look at it. Gonna wave your fingers over the keys, not really touch, but, like, pretend? Exactly, like like a little kid, just like ooh, I, I've been given the okay to sit here. Jogel, you walk up to this this very large pipe organ, and and you run your hands over the the dark wood, and you sit down on the stool, and you you wave your hands over the keys. And as you're looking at the keys, and you're looking around the instrument, you you notice that one of the keys is missing. You poke your head around the other side of the pipe organ, and and you see that behind the instrument itself, the reason why there's that space, there's a very small door built into the stone wall. Does the missing key look like it was broken off or it like comes out like a like a key slot or uh, a keyhole? I, I don't know a pipe organ. I assume they have like piano keys. So those would like pop out like puzzle pieces or... You know, make a mechanics check and make it medium difficulty. I have two success and two threat. You look back at the key, and and you realize this looks to be intentional, this missing key. As you lean forward and you're you're inspecting this missing component, you hear a voice behind you say, Did you find something you liked? And with that, we're going to switch back to Eight, who has just been forced back by a possibly homeless individual in an alleyway. Eight, you've been called out on your lie. You are, in fact, not seven. You are eight. As this person responds back to me, calls me eight, I flash the most puzzled look at them. Why are you calling me eight, good sir? That is not my name. I am seven. Make a resilience check for me and make it at hard difficulty. Fun fact, I'm actually good at this. Also fun fact, I will probably fail it. Boost because of Lore's Blessing. For those of you who don't know what Lore's Blessing is, I would encourage you to listen to our Memories Along the Road 8-centric episodes in which 8 meets the god of nature, who is named Lore, who they happen to have a very engaging conversation with, and Lore decides to give them quite the blessing. And hey, look at this. Um, I have two success, three successes and four advantages on this check. You feel nothing. You notice no difference. Um, what would you like to use your advantages for? Well, if I might, and I know I failed on my check to try and persuade this gentleman previously, perhaps, just perhaps, with all those advantages, my commitment to this new persona may soften them a bit and make them a little more pliable to my iron will. I'll allow it. The man stands up, and eight, you realize that this person is much taller than their hunched figure first led you to believe they were. They stand just above your eye level and have to look down ever so slightly to look into your eyes. Look, I know you're lying about your name. I don't care if you're looking for a bird. Get out of my home. And they push you with both palms away from them. Sir, I would ask you to keep your hands off of me, and I brush off my chest plates. And I would ask you to divulge how you know that Seven is not my true name. Answer these questions, and if you would please let me know any information you have on- I hold up the paper again- this 
threatening and ugly visage. I will gladly leave your... I look around at the, the desolate, dirty street home in peace. He stands up straighter, and as he makes this horrible grunting noise and leans forward to push into you again, I'd like you to make a... Roll me some cool, and we'll get into initiative. An advantage... Oh, two advantage and a success. He rushes forward, and he's... Get out of my house! And he pushes into you. You're gonna have the first PC slot, so he's made his move. You go ahead. Don't want to hurt this this man. In fact, he seems very distraught over this. However, I will use my incidental action to use scathing tirade on this man um, and basically make him feel bad about being such an ingracious alleyway guest host. I will make a coercion check against him with average difficulty. Okay. Uh, for each success I generate, they suffer a strain. For each advantage, an enemy affected by a scathing tirade also suffers an additional strain. So basically, each each successful thing I get makes him suffer strain and feel bad. Okay. This is what you get for trust bumping our robot. Keyed off of my will, which is three, and I have one rank, so that makes it two green and a yellow. I would like to utilize one of the story points to change one of those green into another yellow and hope for the best. That's going to be a whole lot of threat. Um, I have a triumph and one threat. Okay, so you don't exactly succeed. Why don't you tell me what happens? Illustrate what's going on with this tirade. And... Okay, so the the triumph counts as a success, so I do succeed. So he takes a strain. Um, after they chest bump me, I kind of stagger back a little bit and I put my hands on my hips and I assume my sassiest pose and I look at the gentleman, and I just simply say, Sir, this is no way to treat a wandering stranger who is traveling through what is clearly a main city thoroughfare. Now, if you would kindly treat me with a little more deference and a little less aggression, perhaps we can have a civil discourse. And he's going to suffer a strain for my successes. I do have a threat left over, so I guess the question is, what do you want to have happen with that? And the effects of the triumph would be the question I have. Can I have improved scathing tirade trigger on this gentleman where they suffer a setback for all skill checks they make for a number of rounds equal to my ranks in coercion, which is one rank, so for one round? Sure. Realistically, I haven't really done much other than just get sassy with this gentleman. And um, I will also keep my hand ready to draw my meat tenderizer in the event that he decides he wants to get physical in this altercation. I'm going to say that um, that threat, why don't you go ahead and suffer strain, will say that the uh, fact that you normally don't react to people in this way has a slightly negative effect on you. He's being a jerk. This person suddenly calms down and looks at you, reaches up and pulls at the back of their head and pulls off what appears to be a wig and a mask. And underneath it is a man with short cropped black hair, five o'clock shadow. And he looks at you and says, you know, I'm just doing my job. As they reached back to peel the wig off, I, I raise my hands in defense, like assume a, a fisticuffs posture. And I've still got that held out. You, sir, you have deceived me. Let's talk this through like reasonable people. He reaches at his hip and you see him draw out a dagger. He says, look, we can fight this and you'll lose or you can go away. They know you're looking for them. They know you're here. 
Ah, so you know that... You know that I know that I'm looking for someone that you know I'm looking for. He looks visibly confused for a moment, and you can see he's processing what you just said. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, look, just go about your business, alright? Go find your friends. No, tell me where they are, and I will not have to beat you up. I am prepared to beat you up because my friends and I are in danger because of what they have done, and I will not allow that to stand. Now, kindly tell me what you know, or I will get very aggressive. He sighs. Alright, and he gets into this pose where his dagger is extended in his back. His left hand is positioned behind him. He's in a defensive position. And then suddenly he charges at you and makes a slash. This guy's going down. That is two successes. So four damage, so that'll go up against your soak, I believe. Pierce one. I have a soak of five, so he does nothing. Alright, so he slashes at you, as, and in his reckless, screaming rage, he slices at you and catches a little bit of your, your shirt, but doesn't do any damage. Sir, I'm going to have to get this repaired now. And do be careful, you're going to scratch my enamel. So, I'm gonna use the magic. I'm gonna do a mind blast on this gent. I'm gonna do a close combat, deadly mind blast, as I assault his inner psyche with my mind's eye. Normally, a magic check is an easy difficulty, but since I'm doing it close range, it's moderate. And since I'm making it deadly, that makes it hard as a skill check. Uh, this is Arcana, which is keying off of my int, which is three. And I have two ranks in that, so I get two yellow and two green. And uh, for my action, I'd like to aim at him, because he's just standing in front of me, because why not? So I'll add a boost. Does that sound good? You got it. A success left over. Bad news is I have a threat, so I don't get to trigger the deadly part, because that just makes it have a, a vicious rating too. Um, so he's going to go ahead and suffer damage. Um, so he's going to go ahead and take three damage. You catch him just on the arm, and you see you're able to draw blood. And when you do, he stops, and he looks at his arm, and he looks back up at you, and his eyes are wide, and he bolts and runs away. And you hear the distinct clattering of a metal dagger falling to the ground. Can I attempt to chase after him? If you would like. Oh, would I? I have to. He knows you're going to have to make an athletics check for that. Oh, no. Uh, what difficulty would you like me to make it? I'm going to say medium difficulty. You generally don't do a lot of running. Well, great. I have a success left over. You see this this man bolt down the alley, and it only takes you a second to realize that your your target is getting away, and you... I must give chase. chase! I must give chase. Sorry. Meanwhile, Riala, you know that Jokel is investigating the pipe organ. What are you doing? I would... Uh, the woman with the etching on the bottom of her skirt, uh, which way is she walking? Is she walking towards me? Is she away from me? She is now at this point walking away from you. She came in the direction where Jokel now is. I think I'm going to use... Which way is she? Is she walking, like, on her way out? Or is she... Oh, no, she's just walking to the other side of the citadel. Essentially, is going from the left side of the building to the right. 
Um, I'm going to walk over to her. Is she wearing any iconography of this goddess of truth? Oh, she's or- wearing all the priest priest robes. Yeah, very similar to the old man that approached you earlier. The only difference is that you happen to notice she's got this little symbol at her hem. All right, I'm going to try my lying skills. They're not great, but we're going to try it. I want to approach her. Pardon me. She stops and turns around, and you see that she's got bright red eyes, actually. Very pale Um, skin. But she's got a very warm smile. I meet her gaze with my almost white eyes, and... In Thieves' Cant, I will say, they told me to ask for you. Make a deception check. I was hoping you wouldn't say And you said you were going to try your lying skills. Make it hard difficulty. You know what? I'll I'll give you one boost because you were daring enough to actually meet her eyes. (laughs) Holy shit, I'm left with one success on the boost die. Otherwise, it's a total wash. She grabs your arm, your bicep and starts to gently lead you towards the wall. And when you get there, she leans in close and replies in Thieves' Camp, What are you doing? We don't talk like that here. I'm sorry. Who sent you? Hassan. Why did he send you? It's about the bird. She looks around, makes sure nobody's watching you. What happened with the bird? He left it with us without properly conveying the proper way to conceal it and that that's what we were transporting and then it was taken by the guards. She looks visibly agitated. (sighs) We've been given 24 hours to locate the actual thieves or they're going to throw us in prison. I just want to make sure I heard right. You told her that you've got 24 hours to find the actual thieves? Yeah, but I'm going to her like telling her like what should we do? Like I don't want to go to prison. I came to you first. She pauses for a moment. Looks down, looks around, looks back at you. Her eyes bright. So let me get this straight. They caught you, and you played it off like you're looking for the real thieves. Very clever, very clever. All right. You know that we're not supposed to be meeting here anymore, right? They haven't given us information. I'm from... I'm not from here. Look, we can't talk now. Midnight. Meet us in the East End sewers. That's when the bird was supposed to be transported. I'll talk to everyone. There's a tavern near the East End entrance called the Grumpy Goat. Hide there and wait until you're called. We'll come get you before midnight. And with that, she straightens up, dusts off her robes, bows very slightly to you. Messy. And goes back on her way. Now, Jokel. After that, I would attempt to go find my partner. Jokel's not hiding. He's just (laughs) happy as a clam, just like pretending to play Oregon. Uh-huh. You heard this uh, this voice behind you as you were investigating that missing key. Did you find something you like? It's a very nice organ you have here. I was just noticing somebody had stolen one of your keys for it, so it, it kind of snapped me back to reality, and I was like, oh, somebody vandalized your nice organ. You see this uh, very tall human. He's got very dark hair, dark complexion, very yellowed smile, but it's still very friendly looking. Also wearing the same priest robes. Yes, yes, well, child stole the key a while back, and we have yet to uh, get it replaced. Is there something I can help you with? You don't look like you're from around here. No, me and my companion are just exploring, and she's much more of a people person, so while she was talking to your fellow priest, I, I was... I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen an organ of such quality. 
Jokel, I will ask that you go ahead and make a perception check for me. Uh, make it easy. To success and to advantage. When you make the comment about your companion talking to the fellow priest, you notice a very, very slight shift in this man's eyes to look in the direction you're pointing in. And you oh. can see the barest corner of his mouth work up. Yes, well, given all things people person or not, if there's uh, anything in particular you're looking for, perhaps... And with that, he switches two thieves can't keep us informed. And he winks at you and walks away. Jokel just nods and goes, okay. I'll find Jokel. We, uh, we can uh, head out now. Jokel leave the pipe organ and head back over to Riala and they'll, they'll head for the door. Take his arm again and make our way out and attempt to find eight. And as we're walking, I'll relay what I was told to Jokel. And Jokel will likewise relay. There's a hidden door behind the organ, and it may or may not require a key. One of the organ keys was missing, and all, all the priests apparently know thieves, thieves can't. So much for getting away from our old life. Right. One day. Might save our skin, though. If we can head over to... Once we find eight, we'll head over to this tavern. I'm sure they're not going to like our solution, but... Oddly enough, as you exit the Citadel, you see a man run across the courtyard, and not far behind him is eight. Stop! Uh, scoundrel! And I'm going to blast another magic spell at him. <laughs> Into public? Yes. I would like to shoot another magic attack at this folk with... Uh, the ice quality. Upgrade one of your difficulty. Ooh, yeah, triumph. Ooh, three advantage. All right. Oh. I, I think really hard as I'm running. Again, I put my hand up to my temples as I'm running and my eyes turn that magenta violet color. And a streak of energy comes out of my hand as I point at him. And it kind of strikes him in the back. And you see this aura emanate and shift down his body towards his legs, and suddenly his feet are encased in ice, and he trips and falls, and he is ensnared for a number of rounds equal to my knowledge ranks, which is two. So he is stuck for two rounds. Riala is gonna level you with a stare, shake her head and gesture to follow and to leave it, and going to slowly start walking away and kind of wait for you. I, I see my companions and I see this icy cold stare that matches the magic I just shot. <laughs> and um, as much as I respect and appreciate Riala and her, her, her usual cool headedness, this guy's a jerk and I've been chasing him through the whole damn city and I'm not just going to walk away from him. So as he's on the ground, I, I would imagine maybe just enough time to get over over him and stand basically with him between my giant legs. He's looking up at you and he's like going between looking up at you and clawing at his feet and trying to figure out how how this happened and he's he's looking up at you and he's now breathing. I swear I was just doing my job. 
by the way, he took four damage from the... Or no, wow, yeah, because it's every advantage. He just took six damage from that last blast. Yep. As I'm hovering over him, I kind of crouch down, and my eyes are still that magenta color rather than purple. And I just say, where is this man? And I hold up the picture again, and I'm oh smiling at him. I'm just smiling the, the, the biggest grin I can at him. Where is this man? Uh, I don't know. He's he's all over the city. Just let me go. I was just doing my job. I grab him by the scruff of the neck. Seven doesn't let thieves off that easy. And I shake him. Where can I find this man? Where does he frequent? What's his favorite color? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just know anything. He's, his name's Hassan and he's... He's all over the city, I don't know! I let go of the, the, the man's collar. Well, see, this type of dialogue is so much easier when everyone is willing to speak. Next time someone asks you for assistance, I would recommend that you offer it willingly. And then I'm just going to step aside from over top of him and head towards where Riala and Jokul have wandered away. And I, before I leave, I do turn and look at him again as I'm walking backwards. And I point. Don't forget, Seven knows what you look like. And I keep walking. As I was walking away, how many people in this courtyard are staring at this? Is it a lot? Is there a lot of people in the courtyard Probably right now? Probably like 20, 25 people. I want to hold my holy symbol and I'm going to close my eyes. And I'm going to use... um message as a utility um and to i'm going to say trail behind us slowly and wait for the commotion to die down a little bit and if you have anything to disguise yourself do it and meet us at the grumpy goat i've been instructed to hide disguise myself i would like to use uh don't do it out in the open i would like to use some (sighs) conjuration magic as I step into an alleyway and summon a swarm of spectral butterflies to mask my my personage. Okay, um, you go into this alley and you create a swarm of butterflies, and then what? And then I'm disguised, and I will head towards the Grumpy Goat. But not wandering down the main road, I will use my newfound thief skills and mosey down a side alleyway. Towards the grumpy goat. Seven knows the is, score. That is where we are ending the session. So next time we pick up, we will find out what more trouble Joker Real and Eight can get into, and if they can successfully infiltrate the Thieves Guild now that they know where they are hiding. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time. But in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax. We use the Genesis role-playing system published by Fantasy Flight Games. Jokel Genhorn is played by James, and Arthas, champion of Offham, is played by Neil. Riala Lenoir is played by Cole. Follow them on Twitter at Cole Morial and check out their art. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad.